Hello, guys. Welcome. It's Behind the Bunker. It's Monday night. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is our weekly paintball podcast. We broadcast live on YouTube as well as Facebook. So if you want to see what our ugly mugs look like, I know you're listening at home on our podcast. But if you want to see what we look like, head on over to uh, BehindTheBunker.com and you can find all the links there. Tonight's show is brought to you in part by Manscaped. Use promo code BTB20 to get 20% off and uh, look your best at Manscaped. Oh, hello. You're early. I'm Maddox. Let me show you around. This is Jeeves. Jeeves, say something. Hello. Oh, that's enough, Jeeves. <laughs> he can be a little long-winded if you let him. This is my ballroom, where I host fantastic balls. I even have fantastic balls. Do you want to know my secret? Once a month, I check my boys downstairs to see if there's any lumps or bumps to make sure I'm maintaining a healthy batch of balls. Manscaped's Monthly Minute, reminding you to check your man parts once a month. To learn more, go to manscaped.com. So welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is our weekly paintball show. My name is Todd Ensich. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, with me tonight, I have Gavin Sharma from Terra Tech Industries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is week number two of November and week number, I don't know, how many... 11 years of uh, Behind the Bunker, but mm. we are certainly grateful that you're here, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, like I say, every week, make sure you do what I tells you to do, making sure you hit that like, share, and tag a friend or three to let them know what's going on. Jam-packed show full of paintball, hopefully we get to some of it, uh, but definitely we'll be talking about food and other stuff, uh, so welcome to the train wreck, folks. Like, share, and tag a friend. And uh, we also have Joe Kimson from Flaggers Bay Paintball, otherwise known as, known as Lloyd Pierce. Who Lloyd Pierce is? I have no idea. Greetings and thanks for tuning in tonight to Beautiful Behind the Bunker. Someone just asked how my posts are going on YouTube. I do not have the YouTube chat on, so I will only use Facebook exclusively. But thank you very much. The posts are going well. Matt, put up the picture. With your mustache and, and handlebars, it almost looks like Lloyd Pierce from... Uh... Oh, Lloyd from... From whatever it was. I was watching last night, and I was like... Shut your mouth. <laughs> yeah. Well, Look at you with a Paramount account. Yeah, no kidding. I'm, I am I had to sell a kidney for a Paramount account. So thank you guys for tuning in. Lots on the uh, lots to get to on the show tonight. Joe, I just saw your picture of the, 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 the deuce here on Facebook as I scrolled past. Do you want new decorations, or are you okay with those? Like, do you want anything more than that? Well, if there is anything more, I'll take it. Yeah. Are we, we able to have this conversation yeah, afterwards? We'll do it after the show. All right, thank you. Because we might have some extra stuff. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. We just got through a uh, two week, uh, uh, we had two weekends worth of awesome paintball. We had full gap uh, two weeks ago, and this past weekend we had the NXL World Cup in Kissimmee, Florida. And uh, obviously, if, unless you've been living under a rock, we know that Dynasty beat Damage for first place seven to one. That was a bit of a skunk. Did you guys watch any of the video coverage at all? Whether it was Go Sports or the free stuff. I did not uh, watch any of it. I know my friend Joseph P. Kimson was watching it, or at least getting the highlights, because he was updating people I about the scores. I it was, was great. following it on whatever it is on PB scores. Okay. But I, did, I don't have You didn't any watch anything? I don't. So I wanted to know, and maybe you guys can tell me in the live chat, how did Ollie Lang play? I saw one highlight video, but it really didn't show anything, and I know they won, but was he a big part of it? Or... Was it just because they were already an awesome squad and that's why they won? But if you guys want to go ahead and post up in the chat, I'd be lo I would love to find out. All right, uh, Bond Chick in the chat says uh, she was so afraid Rip was going to die last night. Don't say anything, folks. Don't. No spoilers. Okay, no spoilers, but you don't think he did. I think with what happened, he did. 
I'm just kidding. I'm Dear just, God, Todd, I'm, I'm going to strangle you. I'll take you to the train station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, a couple things with uh, with the World Cup, as we as we said here. they I, I thought this was going to be the nail in the coffin. So Paintball Photography posted this uh, before the actual event, and it says, over the 2022 NXL World Cup, Wednesday before the storm. And I thought he just jinxed it. It's going to get destroyed. Yes, sir. Uh, and luckily, what? minor damage. Some some booths and some vendors uh, got some, you know, got some damp product and stuff. But it seems to be that they survived okay. And uh, I will say with Ollie Lang playing this event, I could not find it anywhere. Thank you to Facebook for burying posts. But some photographer, and if I, again, if I remember who you were, I would give you the kudos for it and show the picture. But there was a great picture of Dynasty at their first game. And um, Ryan Greenspan handing Ollie Lang his jersey that said Lang on it, and then him putting him on, and they embrace and a hug. Oh wow! And okay. I thought, what a great picture! Like they are the luckiest photographer to capture that, right? Anyways, insert that photo here if you're watching and rewind, maybe. So yeah, congratulations to them. Then I saw this this afternoon: paintball events, news, interviews, and stories on Facebook posted the fact that Dynasty is the you know the champions. But then it says, I think the real winners of the event was the Hormesis paintball booth with over a million dollars in sales this weekend, allegedly. You'd have to sell an awful lot of headbands. That's Even a lot of $300 headbands, yeah. Okay, so let's say they? they're $300. Divide a million into $300. That's uh, $250. Anyway, somewhere. $3,333. That's possible. Three thousand headbands, or how? If if there there was more than three thousand people there, if everybody bought a headband or a couple, like those that buy them, buy them. I don't know. If you were there, did you did you buy a headband? But good for them if that was the case. Uh, overall standings, and we'll just zing through this real quick. But San Diego Dynasty finishes the season at seven hundred twenty-three. My Edmonton Impact at six eighty and six sixty. Right behind them is Houston Heat, and then Tampa Bay Damage. Um, Latin Saints are uh, 19th. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, but how did Sacramento DMG get behind them or get below them? Maybe they didn't play an event or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This sign is an old one. It came up on my timeline, but it's from the uh, NXL. This is probably one of the greatest things. And I think Joe and I saw this when we were there. It says somewhere around this event, there is a little kid that wants to be just like you someday. You own... You owe it to them to be the best you can be. I thought that was cool. And I think we talked about this last year too, but um, this I'm going to steal from Devin Schwartz, who maybe is watching right now. It happened again, baby. Yeah. Every year. And now that he posted it, I know who's been doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Devin Schwartz. Uh, Something else that happened this year. Planet Eclipse. The first CS3 customer was Mr. Gladney here pictured with LEDs. Um, at World Cup. Good for him. He got some signatures on that gun. That'd be worth something someday. The very first CS3 sold, for sure. Uh, some sad news. 724 Custom Prince is looking for these guys in the photo. I guess they stole a bunch of stuff. If you guys know who they are, uh, have a good look. If you were down there, maybe know who they are. Specifically, the yellow arrow over the NXL shirt uh, guy there standing there with his dumb look on his face. So if you know who those guys are, uh, get a hold of 724 Customs or or let us know and we'll get a hold of them for you. Something else that was big at World Cup, Die releases the DL... I don't know, whatever it is. 
Acer <laughs> 5 or what is that font? It's the Die Matrix. Die Matrix 2022. So congratulations to them on that one. I'm more excited about this. I think I showed you guys already. Karl Markowski posted this. Introducing the tank tool. Did we talk about this last week? Uh, we I don't know if we showed the, the image of it, but we did touch on it though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, baby. So basically it's an all-in-one piece of extruded aluminum and you can use it to degas your tank and also has all the tools to take all your um, fiddly bits off the reg and then you can unscrew your reg for travel. I thought that was a great, great, great thing. He, Joe doesn't like to travel or he doesn't like to... <laughs> can't get my chat to work tanks. on Facebook. Right. That's all just crap. No worries. Uh, so Adam Lovejoy says um, Oliver's son, or he got his son a Hermesis headband for uh, his hard work in the youth division, and Ollie Lang signed the headband afterwards. Awesome. Good stuff. May I be so bold? You don't have to tell me how much you paid for it. Maybe just generalize how much they were going for but how much were the average headbands going for i i i i don't know i'd i'd, I'd like to know um also joe i think you post sent us this it was a event update showing the fact that the parking lot was full and uh people were complaining that they couldn't get there well, and sorry continue oh go ahead well you know what it's it is yes it, it's a shame that if you went to world cup and you couldn't park in the parking lot and you couldn't get a spot it's off it's terrible but on the other hand i've been to world cup i don't know how many years and the parking lot has never been full so that's you know what the with the parking lot being full that's a good thing that means people want to go to world cup that means paintball as a sport is growing because the parking lot has not got any smaller like packaging of bags of potato chips and milk with shrinkflation the parking lot each year actually they would claim back a little more space across from the gaylord palms and have a bigger parking lot so the fact that the parking lot filled up is fantastic for the sport because it shows more growth in the industry even though it's speedball but it still shows more people want to see paintball maybe more drove maybe more rented cars but certainly more people went to the event and couldn't get a parking spot so kudos for paintball growth in the industry well good problem to have and i know tracy santos seeing some of the pictures of you and rampage there as well uh commented in our chat that it was absolutely packed and mike thompson said that uh the tech or the tank tool was sold out and, uh, you know, if Hermesis is really getting a million dollars for the event, this is really, really promising and really, really exciting about um, where the sport is growing. Yeah. And, you know, like, it's a good problem to have if you lose parking. It means the interest and demand is there. So, you know, hopefully uh, 2023 is an amazing year of paintball across the globe. Yeah. Uh, we're also starting a new hashtag called Miss Zuby. I was talking to him today, and he, this is another show he's unfortunately had to miss due to some uh, personal reasons. Hopefully we'll get him back next week. But uh, for those of you that are missing Zuby, we are as well, and hopefully he'll be back. All right. Next time, soon. can you just revise the hashtag to I miss Zuby versus Miss Zuby? It sounds like a contest. Like, okay. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to miss Zuby? 2023, Miss Zuby. Sorry, I thought you didn't want to be included in the hashtag. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't miss him. <laughs> no, I do miss Zuby, yeah. but, I mean, uh, maybe people will be, like, uh, waxing their bikini lines, you know, <laughs> to be in the b bikini competition for <laughs> Miss Zuby. Uh, yeah. Uh, what would you do for your talent portion? <laughs> I'm going to grow a beard. <laughs> Where would you grow the beard? Uh, I'm going to make some uh, sauerkraut. Homemade sauerkraut. 
Well, it is a crowd competition. Speaking of which, Josh is not here tonight. He's been promising about bringing some sauerkraut. He also told me that he's almost out and is going to have to make another batch if we're if you want him to bring some. I think that's some. why he's avoiding the show. I because, believe so. Because, you know, he, he reneged on his promise. So I introduced our sauerkraut, our squeezable sauerkraut. There we go. So tonight on our after show, we're opening this up, baby, and we're going to yeah, have some man, sauerkraut. Yeah, man, a little bit of kraut. Yeah. So remind me of the after show because I... Uh, I need some salt. So there we go. All right. Uh, um, maybe you guys can type in the chat. Who would who would be a great nomination for Miss Zuby? Let us know. <laughs> who do you think a great nomination for Miss Zuby 2023 would be? Uh, Bonchick did the bell. Maybe maybe Bonchick will uh, be in there. Steve A. Barr. Stupid, sexy Steve A. Barr. There we <laughs> Damn go. Australians. Yeah, yeah. Um, so getting back to the parking update. Here's the thing. I, I saw a quick video of Mad Frog. He was down there with his wife, and uh, they always go down. And he had his bus and couldn't get a parking spot. So here, here's a good question. You've got your bus. You've got a camper, an RV. How do you go to this event? You can't park at the Gaylord because they won't allow you. It's in the middle of a highway area. Maybe so you, you can go in the back the door. Maybe. Maybe. Um I don't know. Keep going, Todd. Please. Well, I, I'm just thinking. The only other thing you can do is park somewhere at like a Target and then take an Uber there. I don't know, but Should've... I feel bad. Like the, the poor guy came all the way down there. But on the same token, as Joe said, good for the event for having no space. Now I wonder how much of that. If you look in the picture, there's a lot of mud. Um, I wonder if how many of that parking parking lot was un, uninhabitable after a certain time too. Mm. Well, again, good problem to have. Uh, really exciting for the sport. So congratulations, yeah. NXL, and the paintball community for getting behind that. It so, looks like it was bulldozed, though, if you go back and look at the picture. But maybe they, who knows? Yeah. So we have to also keep in mind, we had a successful World Cup that happened this year. But a week ago today, people worried about hurricane hitting it. Right, yeah. and that all went away after the hurricane passed went through. But while we're talking about hurricane, we've talked about this several times on the show, and I've only found this recently. These are the sh- these are going to be pictures that happened at our own field during what we can't call a hurricane, but maybe a, a monsoon. So, this was a CXBL event that happened many years ago, and here's the field. This is the high side, and you can look in the top right corner of the field how how uh, it's basically a, a lake down there, and. Here is the entrance by one side, and it you really can't tell the depth of it there. Here's the Doritos. So you can see that there's usually six to eight inches of water there heading towards the field. Oh, you can see the lifeguard in the back. Yes. And then here's a, a, a Frenchman. You can see his ladder's kind of buried, and he's holding holding the, 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 the pump there. And, yeah, all the guys' feet are disappeared. And that was all within a couple of minutes of rain. And that we're not Florida. We're just... Yeah, we're just Ontario. Just Ontario. Yeah. Well, we won't talk about it because the fellows, it looks like I'm the only one that watched Yellowstone last night. Yes, Um, sir. So maybe we'll talk about it as they see it. But I will show you something else, Gavin, that will very much upset you. This was my night last night. I know. But we did actually physically go get it. You're at the theater. No, I'm at home. That's not a home site. That's not a home pick, is it? Yeah, that's my counter upstairs. With like your plastic cups and... Yeah, we went and picked it up from the theater. Got you. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're not going to give you Rubbermaid or... Yeah, that's take-home stuff. I thought, you know, port my port my hand for that. <laughs> yes. How much for your ribs? <laughs> Thank you. Um, this is not for Joe and not for Gavin. It's for you guys at home to have a look. You guys will, will recognize it as soon as you can. Behind the Bunker started many, many years ago. And this place uh... is...
Yeah. It started. Um, oh, yeah I, think, yeah. I think there may be stickers still on the, uh, the so, mask. So there's a dumpster on the left, and there's a grease bin on the right. If you go past it, get a little closer to the dilapidated doors, you'll notice this. I'll zoom in. Behind the bunker sticker and a doorbell we put there. Was that today? Uh, that was uh, Remembrance Day. Okay. Wow. And, okay. So yeah, it's still there. It's still there. So when you wanted to come to the studio, you had to walk behind a restaurant, past the grease traps and the dumpster. Sometimes we had to push the dumpster away, especially if we had guests. And then they'd have to buzz the buzzer and someone would have to run up and unlatch the door and get them. God, we've come a long way. Not really. We lost a grease trap. That's all you're saying. I know. That was my retirement. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes, sir. Joe sent this in. Uh, This is for our friend George Hay. Ooh. Ball is upon us. Nice. Uh, paintball extravaganza. Joe, what the hell do you know about paintball extravaganza? I know that paintball extravaganza 2023 will be held at the Avante Palms Resort and Conference Center in Orlando, Florida on February 28th to March 23. Uh, Rick at extravaganza has negotiated a lower price to $99 per night for the for, from the 28th to the 2nd and the cushion date before and after for three nights will be reduced to 105 per night so if you want to stay as a tourist or before as a tourist you can and that's the avante pomps you can avante. look at that on avante you can look at that on google to check it out all right first of all i don't appreciate the uh uh, new hashtags <laughs> behind the dumpster. <laughs> well done. That's not new. No, well done. Should be, yeah, should be in the dumpster. All right, so that's all I got in the news today. Congratulations to all the teams that won uh, or did well at NXL. Uh, tonight we have a From the Vault segment. We'll get into that right away. And then we have, uh, we, we put out some questions for you guys to ask us anything. We'll get to those. We have prices right, and we have lots more to get to. So why don't we get into Joe's From the Vault, and uh, we'll see you guys in a moment. Hi, it's uh, Joe from Flaggers Paintball here with another segment of From the Vault, where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, show you something that's kind of cool, something that's old, and something you may not have seen or may not have seen for a while. But as we go back in time, those of you that may remember the children's show, Mr. Dress Up, he had this trunk. It's called the Tickle Trunk. And inside the trunk, he kept all kinds of costumes and little fiddly bits and odds and ends that he could pull out and make a costume of some sort. Well, this trunk I found, it's got all kinds of crazy old stuff in it. So today I thought I would show you this. This is the View Loader Pro Flex Squeegee Premium Pull Through Squeegee. It's made by View Loader. It's from when Brass Eagle was in Rogers, Arkansas. Interestingly enough, this squeegee was made in Canada. So it's pretty crazy. This one has still got the factory elastic band around it. It's still hermetically sealed. The packaging looks like it may have been um, wet to some degree, but it's got instructions in um, Spanish, French, and of course, English. It's got a UPC code, so probably one of the early paintball products that actually had a UPC code. For anyone that was in retail or in the industry long enough, often products came from the manufacturers or they were smaller manufacturers. They didn't have real packaging. 
uh, and they had no UPC or any kind of barcoding system on them. So it made it kind of difficult to inventory and put into our early POS systems that were carved in uh, slate or put on a paintball box with a marker or something. But anyway, that is the ProFlex Squeegee by Brass Eagle. You've been watching From the Vault, and we'll see you next time. Pew, pew. This is Pete Davidson from Manscaped. <laughs> Surprise your girlfriend. <laughs> Let's show them how hairless we could be, boys. Presentation matters. Don't make me get specific, because I will. Shave your dick. Shave it, baby. I got a hot date. I've been using this guy long enough to where I think it's time we went into business together. Meet the new face, among other parts, of Manscaped. Hey guys! <laughs> well done, Todd. Planet Eclipse, guys! I'm sorry, I'm reading your comments in the live chat. Planet Eclipse! Every game, bunker, or gunfight has a story. Now it is time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you're laning the snake or storming the beach, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse, creators of those happy endings. Plumes, puffs, and clouds. EG Smokes gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need if you're taking pictures in the picture or want to be out of the picture, pull a pin on an EG product. Hashtag pop smoke. Arabs inflatables designed to hold air all day. Designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Nothing can beat Arabs. Their thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware, and multiple color options are available. Don't let your game be deflated. Get Arabs at Arabs.com. Rome was not built in a day, but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully sublimated team packages. Everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use this promo code BTB15 to save 15% on your next order. That's awful. <laughs> you read it, Matt. <laughs> exactly. You can do it again next week. Exalt is often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is tournament ready, battle proven, and available worldwide. DLX Technologies, inspired by the best, DLX has created the new benchmark in high-performance markers with the TM40. The evolution continues now, light, sleek, and fast. The TM40 only available at DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you are sidewalk surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go, day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off at ride519.com. This holiday season, I'll be giving thanks to our friends over at Manscaped. Everyone loves turkey and stuffing, but you'll be looking like dessert with the help of Manscaped's Performance Package 4.0. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have blessed you with the ultimate Thanksgiving dinner topic. Tell your in-laws about your new cutting-edge ball trimmer. And give yourself or the man in your life the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Trim your pumpkins by going to manscaped.com and use the promo code BTB20 for free shipping and 20% off. Do you think our friend George Hey would appreciate anything from Manscaped? Do you think he he would he, he would be nervous that it would get, get too, too close, close to the to the, the goods? goods? I'm pretty sure he's got some smooth pumpkins. <laughs> You'd have to have smooth pumpkins for his jeggings. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I hope he wasn't carving his pumpkins this... <laughs> that's what he calls it. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Thank you guys for uh, for sticking with us tonight. So we have a top. We don't have a topic for this week. Instead, we opened up the floor and said, uh, "Ask us anything." I was half expecting some non-paintball related questions. Um, if you guys are watching right now live on both YouTube or Facebook, by all means, post up a question there. We'll try to answer it. And even if it's not paintball related, we'll try to get to it as well. But we're going to start with some that are uh, that have been mailed in. Indeed. So this is not a mail time segment. This is a ask us anything. And why? Because we're lazy. We didn't want to come up with a show topics. So this is quite simple to do. And the first person to ask us a question that we are going to chat about is Zane, the insane Zaniac Smith. And he wants to know, or he, he says, let's talk about the paint, the business of paintball and how we can see a resurgence in participation only if access to places to play. Um, so using 50 cal rentals only, preferably with future options of being battery powered. What are our thoughts on the evolution and growth of 50 cal for wheels? Let Joe start that one. Um, I think low impact paintball um, with or 50 cal has, you know, revolutionized paintball for beginners, for kids' birthday parties. For corporate groups where you have mixed company, not necessarily mixed companies competing, but mixed companies. For wedding parties, not necessarily stag parties, but for wedding parties that are mixed, but also stag parties. So you don't have the groom and the wedding party going to the wedding the next weekend all shot up because they can't control their level of excitement because paintball is so awesome. I think it's, and also cleanup is has been made small. It's less cleanup, less wear and tear on your props. Less, less air. Less required. air. There's less garbage because the boxes are smaller. And the, the bags that they go in small are smaller. Boxes. The equipment is smaller. Um, it's not Small is not always bad. So I, I think. It's you all know, how you shoot it. Just think of your if you if everything was fifty percent smaller, how small the packaging for Manscaped would be. <laughs> so just think about that. So you know, there's I I think it's done. I think it's done wonders. You know, and yeah. then as a as a gate as gateway to paintball, you know, you have Jelly Ball. You know, kids can come for that was my young, nickname in college. Young younger kids, younger kids can um, come for a Jelly Ball party. See the bigger kids playing. You know, low impact or fifty cal, and then move from there up to regular yeah. or traditional paintball. I think yeah. it's I think it's wonderful. I'm going to say something brutal, and people are not going to like this as far as uh, magfed magfed players or any other. But if it wasn't for fifty cal at the local paintball field, magfed would either not exist, or you would have to pay twice the gate fee. Because unfortunately, at a paintball field, when a magfed player only shoots, let's say, limited rounds, the field can only make so much money off that person. But when you have a 50 cal birthday group coming in, the field is making a revenue, so they're they're able to cover the costs of it. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, I, it's just business. Um, but I but I do think, and it's the same thing we used to say about airsoft. If it wasn't for airsoft, most paintball fields wouldn't have that extra added revenue to put nicer things, more fields, and more infrastructure into their fields. Uh, but I also agree with John Jones, and I, I know the day would come at least once I would agree with him. But it says, uh, I, I can see 50 cal and mag-fed pistols, uh, but not in much else. 
Uh, well, I, I agree with the pistols, but I, I do think a mag-fed gun, uh, you know, like if you could get a TMC or, an, uh, you know, an EM, whatever, in a 50 cal, you'd have better magazines. It would be more realistic. Yeah. Um, so to follow up with uh, Zane Smith, I didn't read the whole uh, thought uh, that he responded with, uh, but he's thinking in the future, microfields uh, that serve to introduce a whole new generation to the sport. Having a really tight quarters, smaller type uh, scenarios versus like, like tiny like, homes, l- like tiny homes, like a, if your if your region allows it. Um, <laughs> so what about microfields? Something like little tight scenarios, small, quick play, uh, get people excited versus fifteen minutes of uh, stalking and, 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 and hiding. And I, I think paintball What's to wrong me. What's with stalking, <laughs> bitch? I think paintball <laughs> oh, to. Yeah. I think paintball Dark to side me Joe's is back. hide and seek. It's 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 when you get newbies that play for the first time, they don't want to be six feet from their friend shooting each other. They want to have the ability to sneak up on them. And they're also terrified of getting shot for the first time. So don't put them 10 feet away from each other. Give them an opportunity to sort of creep up at their own and maybe get shot from, you know, 50 feet away. And as it gets closer up, right? Um, Dan, Dan and Hardy says, Dude Perfect has a paintball facility here in Texas that utilizes Tipman 98s that are set up with CO2 and special laser barrels. No paint is shot, only lasers. Yeah, Tipman used to have that as a as an option that you could buy. I forget what it was called, but they they did they did did sell that. And that, that's fine yeah. too, like the laser thing. But you know, people want I think people want the adrenaline rush. Of, of yep. the, the of impact, impact and yeah. of the impact. But uh, maybe that's what you're referencing, the shock laser system. Yeah, but we've we've seen so many fields come and go with lasers that, lasers. that have tried them Laser and they just beams. don't offer that sense, you know, the same thing. Uh, Wolf Critchlow in the live chat says, do any caliber uh, that you need to do to keep your field alive. Uh, George, hey, says I combat. Oh, that's thank right. you. That's, that's what right. it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, George, it would be a lot easier if you sat in the studio and then you could just let us know these things instead of. You should come up for a show. You should yeah. come up for a show, but make sure you manscape first, and you too can manscape for twenty percent <laughs> off with BTB twenty. Could you? Yeah. Could you imagine if he took like the nose trimmer and just like jammed his beard? <laughs> And he has like two vent holes now. You wouldn't have to shave your beard, but think of all that extra airflow down there vent on a hot holes. weekend. Yeah, speed holes there when you he's go. running. All right. So Bobby Dousta mentioned uh, gun manufacturers should release 50 cal models of their tournament guns for young players. Less pain. Paint could be cheaper and um, add to mark other mark another market overall sport. Wolf said. Wolf says again. I tried the shock thing. I'd rather paintball. But oh, sure. it depends on where you put the leads, Wolf. If you put them on your bare pumpkins, <laughs> then okay. they'll... Just because we, we're now sponsored again by Manscaped doesn't mean it's all the groin area uh, for the next uh, little bit. Well, I just wasn't... Wasn't Wolf's first jersey didn't have a patch that says, I heart nubbin play? <laughs> well, Wolf, you'll have to correct me in the chat. I don't know uh, if that's I true. believe it was pinch my nipples. <laughs> all right, so let's get back onto the show. Uh, Jason Down says, "If we ever started a GoFundMe page, how much money would it uh, would we need to raise to get Bud or to make a new autococker? He's going to start setting aside money now. Um, so, how much do you think uh, Bud will dust off the old uh, the old machines and uh, 
start manufacturing again. I know we've been teasing each week about yeah, uh, this. I, I don't like he he does participate in paintball events and he's still in the community. I just don't know if he has the ambition of firing up and yeah, I don't know. Oh, Phoenix Gasparini has a new uh, hashtag, but we're going to leave that one just for the chat room. Okay, excellent. <laughs> well, you want to say it? it. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but that's okay. Okay, It'll, it's it, it's coming. Ew. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Todd Anchett says, uh, what do you expect to change in the next few years of paintball? That's a good question. Mm. Like, how, if you, <laughs> Isn't that your question? No but, no, no, but it is a good question. Like, think about it. <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good job, Todd. I'm the best. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I'm busy patting myself on the back. No, but it's a good question. Like for you two guys, let's say we're sitting down again in ten years and we're having this discussion. What has changed in the last ten years of paintball? We in the last ten years previous, we've seen fifty cal, we've seen mag fed, we've seen pump have a resurgence, we've seen speedball. Uh, rules change several times over we've gone from you know 15 balls a second and uh you know to to what it is now i what do you think like i think paintball is going to kind of still be the same i do think there's going to be way more technology when it comes to like heads up displays body counts player you know player tracking stuff like that but i don't know can you predict anything do you think anything's i don't know that, you we'll, leave, no, no, we'll leave the dead air. <laughs> All right. Because, uh, yeah, no, it's it's tough to say. Um, I, I I think, you know, we're sort of at a crossroads. I think speedball continues to dominate uh, sales uh, and interest in the sport. If you look at uh, NXL, for example, no parking left, right? So there's a lot of yeah. interest. But what's the next sort of evo- – let's push speedball aside for a second. What's the next evolution to grow – I would say scenario or woods ball or rec ball like they have the same amount of uh, excitement uh, globally where yeah. you know where there's no parking and there's no uh, there's no room at the end so to speak yeah. i was talking to a teenage kid the other day who's only played paintball once and uh his father was going on about how he plays a lot of Fortnite and everything else and i said well wouldn't it be great um that you you'd try our field because when we open we're close to the uh, to the airport and we're working on a deal with them where they'll parachute you in just like Fortnite, and I had the guy, I had the kid hooked. But wouldn't that be great if you jumped out of the plane? And... I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm afraid of heights, but I want to play. That Todd guy yeah. says I have to jump out of airplanes. Yeah, uh, drones to watch the other teams. I think that's an awesome idea, Wolf. I I do like that. We're not really far off from that either. No, we, have, we certainly have the technology to do so yeah, and, and, yeah. and sort of disseminate that information to everybody on the team. But um, do we really want to advance? Like, this is a really great idea in terms of chatting about this. Yeah. Uh, do we really want to advance technology that much where we know where everything is happening at the same time? Yeah. Or does that remove some of the the hide-and-seek yeah. aspect is what you're talking I, about? I still, like, we had this conversation a while ago when we found out that this technology was patented anyways. But... Every player getting a, um, a camera in the end of their loader, sure. camera in the side of their goggle, and uh, it having a uh, their own IP address so that all of those feeds would get pumped into a general producer, producer or production and you could go to certain players as they're playing and get their, you know, get their, their point of view. Yeah. 
Yeah, I wonder, could that happen in, like, football? Because they're pretty slow-moving, well, or hockey, even. Well, they have a camera that in football that's on wires above the field that follows the play. Like, no, but what if it was, like, from the perspective of, you know, of players, refs, all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. In some of the minor hockey leagues, they have um, cameras attached to the refs' helmets. Hmm. So, I mean, it's the same principle, and it's not great video. I bet you it's going to get easy. Like, if they could put a... Like, look at the iPhone little thing. If you could have an iPhone camera on a, on a ref's helmet, how great would that be, right? Or a player, like, he, he goes and does his his tackle or whatever. Like, some of that... some of the, like I bet you 90% of it would be garbage. But mm-hmm. for those few percentage that you could get, wouldn't that be awesome? But could you understand the game of paintball more by having these perspectives of players? Probably. I, 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 I think so. And I think that would translate easier and much more interactive if you were able to pick the camera angle, the player, the referee, yeah. etc. Uh, because right now, it's even with Go Sports, you do an amazing job with uh, with um, covering paintball. It's really hard to watch at times, too, right? Yeah. It's hard to do live. Yeah. yeah. No, no, for sure. So, But if you have the ability, obviously, with uh, with internet streaming to pick your camera angle, pick your player, oh. I, I think that would certainly add to the excitement um, and you'd be able to follow the game a little bit better. Wolf, I, Wolf says, sorry, or parents could watch the kids live from their cam on field. I thought that was I good. have a, I have a comment. Yeah. Part of the success of speedball is it's in an enclosed area, much like a hockey arena, basketball court, whatever, and people are able to watch it. So this leads me to... Gavin's comment about microfields. If you had small microfields that were inside meshed in areas where spectators could watch the team advancing, they would certainly, you know, you could have, you know, each team would not necessarily wear jerseys because they're silly, but each team, like you could have cops and robbers, one team in blue and one team in black. And, you know, they have the good guys go after the bad guys or whatever. Or one team starts end to end. But if it was a small enough micro field that you could easily see and run around and spectate, it would be yeah. pretty cool. Then you could play day or night, you know, charge and go. So... To your point in, in, in a moment, but Texas Reapers Paintball says like a NASCAR driver because they have cameras on in them. Absolutely. Whoa. But have you guys ever seen the movie series? Um, yes. Uh, Hunger, twice. Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah. So Hunger Games. People all over the world watch these people in, in, in this domed area, but they've got cameras everywhere. And I, I get it's in the future. I get that it's, you know, it's whatever. But... Why couldn't that be in paintball at some point? I'm not, again, we're talking ten years in advance. By ten years from now, cameras will be, you know, all wireless and all Wi-Fi and all connect, you know, connectable through an NDI. But wouldn't that be easier to follow at home? But again, you'd have to have, you know, would you have to have one of those big ass monitors that have a hundred feeds so that you can, you know, choose between which one you want to see and follow your own? But people uh, seem pretty content about oh, watching watching stuff on their smartphones. So I don't think you need to give anybody anything bigger. If you think of the amount of time everybody that you know sits and watches videos and things, there's no reason why you couldn't have a split have a split screen with four yeah. four images going on one screen. I think. I think it would be just fine. Yeah. So at least presently, you're absolutely right, Joe. I think any medium needs to, or any broadcast needs to be accessible on a smartphone because mm-hmm. that's how a lot of people are digesting the content right now. Yep. That's not going to be the same for 10 years. It may be, who knows? But, you know, like when people are producing um, uh, events in, in, uh, in media, 
has to be absolutely mindful of uh, what's being consumed right now or how it's being uh, consumed right now. And that's in the palm of your hand in a, a smartphone at this point. Yeah. yeah. John, John Jones said you could televise paintball if you could illuminate the ball. Airsoft tracers look amazing. And in paintball, it would give viewers a real understanding of what's happening. Yeah. That's true. Uh, Mike Wolf gave another example. Man tracker. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wolf says 10 years they'll be in your glasses. I was just thinking the same sort of thing. Um, yeah. I mean, we can only just sit here and predict, but, you know. What you want to see. I, I would like to see everybody with a tracker, whether they have an RF sticker on their ID tag or some sort of thing where it allows you know the generals to know where their bodies are and who those bodies are and if you are paying attention at home you know you have those stats as well but wouldn't that be great what's wrong I thought it's something funny those of you that got the COVID shot already are getting your tracker oh. yeah with our microchips yeah I think it'd be even better or a great thing for even simple rec play games on weekends it's a great way for the refs to track yeah. All little kids on these big fields. Well, but look it, at look at the way paintball started. It was not, you know, it wasn't a capture the flag. At the, well, it was capture the flag, but it was flag. it wasn't about shooting each other. That it was, was just it the was defense. Surviving. It was a survival game, and I think that paintball could go back to that roots. And maybe paintball is played on a larger field, and you have that technology, and you use that as sort of your strategy to move about well, the field. And wouldn't it yeah. be great if if you could have like Todd said, uh, everyone has an RF chip on them, and you have the you have a Google Map, and then the game goes, and you can see all the you can see three hundred red dots running, and you know, and you have a button in your hand or on your palm that when you get hit, your light goes out, so you can see all these lights going out. Then you go to the med station, then you you punch it back in. It would be it'd be fantastic, but you could see an overview of where where people yeah. are and that would that so, would eliminate the need for drones the future is now because ronan <laughs> uh, ronan connecticut esports has uh rf chips and yep. uh you know you use your tag to illuminate our uh, flag stations and such so a lot of stuff is exciting stuff is happening right now um so what's going to happen in 10 years from now how is that going to be seamless how is it going to be much more accessible for everybody to figure out what's going on both the players on the field and for Hopefully spectators, because that's what brings up ad revenue and, you know, continues to grow the sport. So, uh, great, great question, Todd. So, you you deserve to pat yourself on the I, back. What's it going to look like? Because, you know, like, what are those visionaries already working on now uh, to launch and be perfected uh, in, yeah. say, 10 years? Well, I'm just trying to think, like, can we do anything more than that? Could we take, could we have special roles for people and, you know... You know, people have to actually do run missions to gain points. So, you know, missions have to be run in order for you to advance in the game. Where right now it's you just want to go and shoot people. Well, what if you had to go get that crate of gold bricks and take it somewhere before you could advance to the next level instead of just well, going yeah, and playing yeah. paintball? Like how, that would change the dynamics of any scenario game right there overnight. And if you didn't get it or didn't weren't a part of it, you had to keep going until you could pass that next level. Right? Yeah. Good idea, Gavin. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. That, that's all me. <laughs> um, yeah. Dwayne King in the YouTube chat says, very Star Trek. You have five bio signs approaching. There you go. Huh? <laughs> what is that? Uh, Railgun instead of air-powered CO2. Yep. 
that's probably the next uh, iteration of paintball guns if it goes electric, for sure. Um, and whoever it was, was it Phoenix or whoever it was, or was it George asking if there's going to be women's skate? Let's worry about keeping our sponsorship with Manscaped, and then we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll get working on that one. Uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, we are using Manscaped as a, as a form of advertising to gain some revenue for the show so we can keep it on air. So if you guys are looking at anything, whether you want trimmers, lotions, potions, help, help things to help with emotions, uh, head on over to manscaped.com and, and use our promo code BTB20. You'll get 20% off, but also any of those sales uh, help with future sponsorship. So. So thank share you, that. Thank you in advance. We have uh, Thanksgiving coming up in the United States of America, as well as Christmas around the world. Uh, great gifts, ladies and gentlemen. BTB 20, 20% off, free shipping worldwide. Make sure you take a look at the offerings of uh, Manscaped. Yeah, Will Critchell says he's, he's just shot a pilot. Should go go into hiding, maybe. Steve Abar, railgun for first strikes. Ugh. That would be terrible. Uh, yeah, give us some more information when... Things come out there, Wolf, about uh, paintball, paintball TV pilot. That'd be neat. Uh, you guys are echoing. We are. Can anybody confirm or deny that? Um, let us know at home. I, no one else has complained, so maybe you've got two two windows open, Mike. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, sometimes if you have two windows open accidentally, if you clicked on something, it's running behind. So everybody, ta- we're all going to stop talking. I'll, I'll just talk for a second. So, 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 R, 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 we echoing, echoing. <laughs> so there you go. Lame. Yeah. You only echo yeah. when you were showing the one picture. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, I didn't notice that. We'll, we'll chat after. Okay. Yeah. We'll figure it out. All right. Cool. Um, where did we end with that? Are we? I think we're done. I think <laughs> I'm, I'm done, done with your brilliant idea. Yeah, close the dumpster. And on a high note. Yeah, for sure. Uh, there's an echo when you have the manscape picture up. I'll figure it out. Okay, sounds good. Huh. All right. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? We had some prices right. I think we should wait for Josh. I think we should too. Um, if he ever does come back, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, why don't we do that? We'll end the show in a few minutes early, and we're going to continue to do our after show slash podcast. So if you guys are enjoying what you're hearing tonight, and why would you? But if you are, we are going to continue to broadcast on YouTube and also record for our podcast. And you guys know that this show is a podcast. It's a true podcast. So even though you're watching it live, if that's what you're watching us right now or in Rewind, um, you can download this to your phone and listen to the whole thing and and uh, you know have it in digestible bites. So you don't have to sit there for an entire 45 minutes or an hour and, and, and listen to it uh, on, on Facebook, especially when all those cat videos are passing you by. Um, all right, I think we're good. Yeah, but I wanted to comment. Digestible hmm. bites. That was my nickname in college. <laughs> digestible bites? <laughs> Isn't that nice? <laughs> you had a lot of nicknames in college. You sure I certainly did. <laughs> Um, college. George wants to know how Josh's podcast is doing. I take it that is why he's gone. <laughs> Good one, George. Good yeah. callback, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. This is why we need uh, George Hey to come back up. Yeah, across the border, buddy. Grab the microphone. Yeah. Why don't you come back up one of these days real soon and come play paintball at Flag Ground? Oh. 
Don't make everyone sad. <laughs> make me sad. Don't get me started. Yeah. <sighs> Screw you, Matthew. All yeah, you can be enough. is optimistic, ladies and gentlemen. I am ignorantly optimistic right now, and I think we'll get there. It's just, as we've been saying, Joe and I both for two years is just a little while longer. And you're all invited to the grand opening. It'll be it'll be a shindig, my friends. Yeah. We have yeah, to yeah. build it right now. It's a field. Yeah. Joe and I may be in walkers at that point, but we will get it open. Just, yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. If you're watching us on YouTube, we're going to say goodbye to you, but we're going to continue to broadcast over on YouTube. So if you want to join us, by all means. If you're watching us on Facebook, hit that like and share on the way out. That would be awesome. And uh, again, don't forget BTB20 from Manscaped. Gavin, thanks for being on the pre-show. Always great to be here, folks, and I sincerely appreciate everybody's contribution in the chats yep. and uh, logging in each week. Uh, okay. And I can't forget our friends who download this podcast each and every week uh, to go into your ear holes uh, for pure enjoyment. Don't go anywhere, my, folks, my, my friends, or either slide over to the YouTubes because we've got the after show starting shortly. Yep. Adam Lovejoy, by the way, said the unboxed Hermesis hand, headbands were $100 each. So not three hundred, a hundred dollars. So they would have had to sold a lot, sell a lot more. Ten thousand. So. Wow. All right. Yeah. Give or take. How many people were at World Cup? I wonder. Could you say more than ten thousand? That'd be a lot. That'd how be... many teams were there? And how, well, yeah, but how many players? And then how many spectators too? I wouldn't. I bet it's not. If there's how we many, te- how many teams year. were? How many teams were there? That I don't know. 700? Sorry, before we sign off, because I know some people don't stay in the after show, great question, uh, Callista. What's on my face? It is a mustache, my friend, <laughs> uh, because we are celebrating Movember. And the whole month of uh, November, we raise awareness and funds for men's health concerns across the world. Uh, so this week, I think I started off my, my Movember with um, talking about testicular cancer. So... The highest risk for testicular cancer is between the ages of 15 to 35, and about 35 men die each year in Canada. Uh, about 1,200, I think, is the stat uh, will be diagnosed. Uh, it's an easily treatable uh, diagnose or easily treatable uh, cancer, but we have to catch it early. And so we're encouraging all men, you know, each day when you shower, uh, you're playing with it anyway. Uh, go down a little bit lower and, uh, and and check your your scrotum on a on a monthly basis at least, similar to women as they do the breast exams. We want to make sure that we're keeping ballers on the field, pew pewing for as long as possible. Testicular cancer, folks, it is a uh, easily treatable cancer. Let's just start talking about our men's health issues. Please contribute to my campaign or anybody who's contributing or uh, participating in Movember. Uh, let's keep people on the field, keep all the important men in our lives around longer. Yeah. Speaking of which, after the show, remind me to talk about that. I had something to say about that, but yes, I don't sir. want to do it on air nope. this, this weekend. Anyways. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank you, Joe, for being on the pre-show. Thanks, everyone, for uh, watching tonight, tuning into Beautiful Behind the Bunker. I, too, am supporting my friend Gavin using a mo- having a Movember. Having a moustache. Having a moustache as well. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm going to wear a variety of different helmets and uniforms as I slowly shave my moustache off just for fun. Yeah. And thanks for watching. <laughs> yeah. Pew, pew. And head on over to YouTube, guys, in a few moments. I just opened this up, and it, it definitely smells of some sort of sauerkraut. <laughs> so we're definitely, we're definitely going to do the sauerkraut. And again, I'm a little bit remiss in terms of saying thank you to some of my uh, my supporters of the campaign. Um, so recently, if we have an Armageddon Sports, 
the Kimson family with my friend Joseph Pete Kimson standing next to me. Uh, obviously, uh, Jeff Thompson and um, Bond Chick as well. So if you would like to contribute to, to the campaign, my campaign, or, or anybody else, please look it up or send an email <laughs> to showbehindthebunker.com. We can certainly get you in touch with those who, uh, yeah. who, who you can help support. Christopher Fowler says, I'll contribute if you promise to manscape your face after. Uh, yeah, December, <laughs> December 1st, I will manscape, maybe even on air. No, we'll see. You keep that. <laughs> no, I don't think I could get all those hairs out of the carpet. <laughs> but the bukkake was hard enough. Yeah. December first, if you're close to Gavin, you'll hear. It. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, folks. Yeah, actually, I would like them to pluck them out one at a time. <laughs> Thanks, guys. We'll oh. see you over there in the after show in just a moment. Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show. That's just players, not something that's support a lot of stuff. players alone. If you think about it. No wonder the parking lot was full. But some of those are 10-man teams. Oh, Lots of people are rostered with 700 times 8. That's 5,600. I'm sure there's some overlap. Certain teams, players. Plus staff and stuff and spectators and what? families and you friends. You and I would have went. We wouldn't have touched it. Like not Most of the people wouldn't have bought it, I don't think. Are we back, Matt? We are. I don't. I, I, we're just arguing about how many people would buy Hormesis headbands. Like, they're good products. I'm just saying, like... I wouldn't have bought one. I wouldn't have the need for. I wouldn't like. I wouldn't buy a hundred dollar headband. I love headbands. I just maybe call me cheap, but I'm not buying a hundred dollar headband. You gotta think though. How many people? How many individuals went to that booth? Because they only make them in limited runs. How right. many guys go there and buy X amount? One from of that each, run? and then they're selling them on. And yeah, true. Trying to flip them on the profit. eBay's. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm passing across the table. Pass those over. I, I, I put a plate. You can watch it on YouTube, uh, but I put a plate of... It looks like baby food. It smells you, like... I, oh, I, I thought you already downed it. <laughs> I don't know, buddy. It smells, it smells of sauerkraut. It smells like sauerkraut. It's it's different when you I don't know. know. My okay. eyes are watering. I'll take one for the team. I'm doing it all. You're doing it all? That's not terrible. Ain't good. <laughs> it's heavily pickled. You could warm it up. But it's not bad. I would put it on a hot dog if... What, you want more? No, I don't want more. <laughs> Are you sure Ooh. you don't want some, Matt? I'm okay without... I got the garbage can here if you need to release. What? Oh, oh I it's don't not know. that it's bad. Not. I would say if you put the... If, first of Ooh. all, if this was warmed, I think it would be better. Like an applesauce? <laughs> like a cider. No, but like you don't have cold sauerkraut, right? You. Not, I do. Really? Yeah. Do you freeze yours? Put maple syrup on it? Do you put it on a stick? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody for a lolly? <laughs> no, I, I, out of the fridge and the uh, the Bix. And into the fire? But don't you... Okay, so if you get the Bix sauerkraut that comes to the grocery, do you not put it in a pot and warm it? No. Well, you should. Hey, I'm, I'm, I thought I knew you. Okay, yeah, well, you know what? <laughs> I'm West Indian. My parents are from the islands. We don't know how to use the kraut. I'm West Indian, born and raised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't mind it. I, I don't know how many of you guys eat sauerkraut. For where we are, we're local to a German, a heavy German population, so we have an Oktoberfest every year. <laughs> well, if you, if you, if, a lot of the Germans eat the sauerkraut and they get pretty you heavy. You smack talking Jebediah? <laughs> 
No Hans. Ibrahim. Yeah. But, so, for us, it's something that we have at least once a year when Oktoberfest comes around, so it stays in our grocery stores all year, um, as well as the sausages and stuff. So, I don't know. Maybe it's just regional. Maybe none of you guys get I don't know. I'm getting uh, a lot of smack talk in the YouTube chat right now from Steve Barr. He's Australian, and he says I'm dead to him. He's so. from the Pacific well, Northwest. Okay. So, Australia. No, North- Seattle, Australia. Yeah, the Pacific Ocean Northwest. So here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Gavin would happily sit there and take a swig of his Vegemite, but yet can't handle sauerkraut out of a tube. I can handle sauerkraut <laughs> out of the tube. He just handled it. Look, you still got, I didn't like one shot. I know, but I'm savoring mine. <laughs> savoring, he says. You didn't eat it all. I did. I ate all mine. Todd didn't. I'm, like, I'm still savoring. Like I a, don't mind. I'll he's eat a the sour, whole thing. Gr- eat the whole tube. I'm not sour. It's like a savoring. <laughs> I'm going to go put it on my ice cream when I go upstairs. And maple syrup? Oh, I still have popcorn left over. Put on oh, your popcorn. Put on your popcorn. <laughs> and then I'll microwave it so the, so the, the sauerkraut oozes over the Can popcorn I see like it? a buttery. Does it have ingredients? Whoa. I can't wait till the movie theaters have uh, fake sauerkraut that you use in a pump. <laughs> it's a dollar extra for real sauerkraut. Oh. They, or you can get just fake sauerkraut. Oh, it's gluten-free and vegan. Oh, my goodness. So Steve says kraut without a brat or pork chop is just cabbage and vinegar. I, I, I kind of agree with you. I don't make a meal of it. <laughs> no. You, yeah, you can't make a meal of it. Does vinegar freeze? No. I don't think so. That's too high of a salt content. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe you could turn sauerkraut, mix it with something, and turn it into a popsicle for a nice summer treat. (laughs) It's manufactured for Fermented Garden LLC. And in Maryland Heights, Maryland. Oh, Missouri. Hmm. Ooh, Steve of a bar. It's close to you. You can drive there. And and the um, Australian treat. He's going to send us some wasabi kraut. Wasabi kraut. That'd be good. Oh, my. That sounds spicy. Made in the USA. So Matt, my mistake, it will freeze at minus a lot. Minus twenty-eight. Uh John Jones is that says Celsius or ne- wow. Fahrenheit. John Jones says we uh, we need to do the hot chip challenge next. I think a chicken ditch challenge would be the the challenge of order. Okay. <laughs> we all have several beverages, then we get blindfolded. <laughs> Matt kicks us in a ditch with one chicken. We have to roam around and find it. Hold it all night. The first person to properly caress the chicken wins. Does that sound about right? I feel really badly because John Jones did absolutely nothing to us. And, you know, Led's outed him. And that's it. Like, he's the chicken ditch guy for the rest of his life. You know what it is? John Jones sent us a... A, a Halloween picture and a story about his assless well his lady friends gown too, last, right? last last time and Leds told us about his chicken in the ditch story so who comes up with the next will Leds have the next story about John or will John have the next story about Leds that's what I'm hoping for I'm hoping John comes out with some like you know what I've had enough I've been bullied so long here's what's going on Leds yeah Leds do you hear that in order to in order to avoid um, embarrassment and disappointment, you need to send us some guns. I you know what I don't mind this. It's it's wet and it's not as like dry as like you went back stuff. for seconds. Look at it's you. not bad. Like I like it's sauerkraut as it is. I will agree with you. It's not great, but as a condiment. Okay, that's fine. I mean, like you're not buying the squeeze version for your dinner. You're buying it for like, hey, we have a hot dog or a hamburger. I'm going to put some of this on. But how hard is it to grab a fork in a jar? I don't. But I don't eat it enough. Where this, like, this would be good for like one barbecue. A jar would just be too much. 
You can like, throw I, stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> so John Jones says, I've got plenty of lead stories. Oh, excellent. <laughs> as long as they're accompanied by pictures or we won't believe it. Uh, Caesar bar and blind hot wings challenge. There you go. I had a bag of voodoo hot potato chips somewhere. They might be just outside the door. There. They're probably outside the door. Yeah. Not a chance. Riveting podcast material is sitting there listening in your car when someone's doing a, 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 a food challenge. I well, bet. hearing the crunch alone, you're like, yeah. ooh, what's happening? Yeah. And hearing the moans and groans. And, and then what we're also going to do is we're only going to breathe through our noses when we're eating. <laughs> <laughs> and no manscaping that month in your nose either. <laughs> oh, well. All right. Well, I'm going to take this. Uh, we're going to finish up the podcast now. I'm going to take the sauerkraut upstairs with me, and I'm going to uh, sit Enjoy on the couch. Your evening. I'm going to sit on the couch, and I'm going to put in a spoon. I'm just going to spoon them in my mouth. Yeah. Fancy. You're not going to shotgun that? <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz. Yeah. How do I log out? All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into our weekly paintball podcast and sauerkraut talk. Uh, yeah, hopefully we'll have Josh back soon. And uh, maybe some fresh sauerkraut. You think it'll be? Do you think his would be squeezable, or you think his will be very like rough and thick? And that's like, what I'm hoping for, baby. Rough and thick, like hardy. I wonder if his will come in like a tail, where he like clips two pieces of rope, and it all just kind of unfurls, and it's all just hard. And I picture like an oak barrel rolled down the stairs, <laughs> <laughs> just jam packed full of kraut. Yeah, I think he's gonna break in the pocket. I think it's going to be pocket, pocket crowd. crowd. I love it. <laughs> Zoo's not big on fancy dishes, right? So it'll be maybe in a Ziploc in his back pocket. <laughs> it'll be warmed. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you guys don't know, but the Tiger Stripe hoodies that we have actually have a kraut inner pocket for keeping kraut. That's so, true. Yeah. Under the armpit. So it stays warm. That's right. Day. That's why we walk lopsided. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thanks again. Thanks to Joe and Gavin for being on the show. Thank you, Matt, for pushing buttons. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see you guys next week.